This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. If you missed the news earlier, Rob Manfred said he's going to step down as MLB commissioner when his term ends in 2029. And also, it is a shout-out Friday from the 214. This one's tough. My wife and I are in a very tough spot in our relationship, and I don't know how things are going to turn out. I'm just fearing the worst. For me and my kids, but listening to y'all is helping. Appreciate you keeping me in mind and thank you guys for all that you do. Absolutely hoping it goes your way for sure. Please let us know. Now it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. I really appreciate that introduction. And let's not forget, we got to keep an eye on Josh Young's current situation. I am now becoming more and more worried about this because of how worried you are. Information came down the pipe. Is it pipe or pike? I thought it was pike. Both. It came up the river uh, from Evan Grant that Josh Young experienced some calf discomfort during workout this morning and will have an MRI. Now, we chalked this up to they just got a new MRI machine there in surprise, and they just want to test it out. But typically, really believe that. MRIs are kind of concerning. So we'll keep an eye on it. Who's our backup third baseman for him? Wenzel, baby. I mean, honestly, it's Ezekiel Duran and Josh Smith, but one of them has to play shortstop the majority of spring training because remember, Corey Seager's out for a while. Yeah. That's why I told you. Josh Wenzel. Smith everywhere. You know? I mean, in a way. You could. I know he doesn't want to do this, but if you had major injury to Corey Seager. Simeon you could go Simeon at short. I know he wants to just be a second baseman and not play shortstop anymore. Like He made that commitment to the Rangers. I'll sign here knowing that you have Corey Seager, but I want the commitment that I'm just going to. Then would you put Foskey at second short term? I don't know. To your point, I, I mean, you start, you get to the point where you're getting so depleted with your yeah. strength that you're like, yeah, you can try different things, but you, you take out Young and... Semi, or sorry, Seeger from your everyday lineup, sure. and it gets scary. Yeah. All right, so I want to have a different kind of conversation on this Micah Parsons tweet uh, because I think I learned something a while back from Emmett Smith that I just I never understood it until he put it that way, and then it makes a lot more sense. Micah tweeted out 21 hours ago, this woman and kids followed me to my luggage now, is there any type of self-respect respect and dignity? Uh, the fact that it was eight grown men waiting outside of my gate with mini helmets and pictures when I got off my plane is insane. I hope y'all realize somehow how much athletes got to hold back. This lady is currently following me. And 
then he followed up with these two tweets. For everyone saying I didn't decline, y'all don't know if I declined and I asked politely to be left alone. There were grown men who followed me and crowded to my car. At what point is it too far? I'm confused. And they said, in the end, I don't think there has been an athlete more for the fan than me. It's just a time and place for everything. Rushing me after I get off a flight is not the time, period. So... I mean, it's always a weird, do I go up and ask my hero for, do right. I want to meet my hero? Do I want to ask him for an autograph or anything like that? That wasn't like Trevor Lawrence isn't my hero, but that was my thing with like, why didn't you do this with yeah. Trevor Lawrence? Because I was with you, Court. I'm like, dude, he's in line with his wife about ready to sit down at a restaurant and eat. If I say hi to him, he's probably going to be very cordial to me. Yep. Yeah. But then that opens up the gate and the door for more people to go up to Trevor Lawrence. And I decided not to be the one to to possibly open up that door for him and let him kind of be with his wife to have a lunch. And I see the 682, you're famous, too bad, deal with it. And this is where, look, man, you see me in my Tom Thumb, I'm happy to say hi. I don't get bombarded like Micah Parsons. But there was a moment where, Kevin, I was doing uh, Emmett Smith's charity function downtown at the Omni. Yeah. With Nate Wood. You were not there that week. Oh, no, that was me. Um, And our producer goes to get Emmett Smith, and he they're walking up, and a lady walks up with a helmet, and another guy walks up with a jersey, and somebody else just walks up. And the, guy, the lady in person with the helmet and jersey... They say, hey, can we get an autograph? And Emmett says, this is neither the time nor the place. First off, you're at my charity function right now. Yeah. This is not the time nor the place. He says, I mean, like, he gives them the answer. This is not the time or place for that. And then he and then he goes right next to them, the lady that says, hey, can I get a picture? And he says, absolutely. Let me, I'll get a picture with you right now. So he takes a picture with the person yeah. because he knows that is for them personally. That is a personal thing. They want a picture with Emmett Smith. That picture will never go out on eBay as something to sell. Right. And Emmett Smith is saying, I'm not autographing your stuff because that is you're trying to make money off of this while I'm at a charity function. But Kevin, you also threw another option in there yeah. that I think is very, very good too. And because I, I definitely get why you say you're trying to make money. Not everybody is though. And so my suggestion would be, if I can put your name on it. Like, I remember we had Shawn Michaels up here. And look, if you don't like wrestling, that's fine. I like wrestling a lot. And Shawn, I asked Shawn Michaels to autograph something for me. And he goes, oh, do you want me to put your name? And I was like, please. Yeah, I'm not going to sell this. I understand why an athlete would get beat down thinking, hey, all these people came to the airport yeah. so they could flip it and sell it. And I, I totally understand that. But some of them might just... They genuinely love it's, you, or they genuinely love the Cowboys. I will say this. For a lot of the older players, and I'm talking about guys in their 60s or older, they might sign autographs more because, yeah, that's a $10,000 paycheck that helps them out right now. They made, my dad, for example, made $15,500 in 1975 playing Major League Baseball. So just to give you an idea on what the league minimum was in 1975, so crazy. you made $15,500 as a major leaguer. Nobody was even making, like very few were making even $100,000 playing Major League Baseball in 1975. 
Nolan Ryan in 1980 broke the bank. He made $1 million. First ever player in the history of baseball in 1980 who made $1 million. So even if you look at Nolan from 1968 to 1979, never even made a million or even close to a million playing baseball. So, yes, Nolan, I'm not saying he needs the money. He's obviously invested his money very well. But to current players right now, you do have to pay them quite a bit of money because like, I don't need this money for autographs but my dad told me this story before mickey mantle died he obviously lived here he'd have a charity golf event to raise money for children's hospitals and he would charge a hundred dollars on the golf course like at a certain hole and he would sign whatever he wanted for a hundred dollars he'd sign a ball he'd sign a card he'd sign a eight by ten whatever he wanted but all the money would go to the children's charity to okay well so they're sitting down after the golf tournament, and I believe like Reba McIntyre was, I believe, like one of the major people there too. And Mickey had had some drinks, believe it or not, if uh, you kind of know Mickey Mantle's life. And a guy came up to him with like, he, my dad said, a very early Mickey Mantle card. He's like, I can't remember if it was 52 tops or not. And he came up to him and he said, hey, Mickey, will you sign this card for me? And Mickey took his beer, which obviously had condensation on it, and put the beer right on top of the card to ruin the card. And then signed it where it was smeared and gave it back to him. And, like, everybody at the table was like, dude. What and a- Mickey's like, he didn't want to pay 100 bucks, so I'm not going to give him a good autograph. But he ruined the card. Oh, wow. Man. And, and it was a oh, autograph. Yeah. I'm not saying Mickey's a bad guy. It was just like. <laughs> Holy cow. He could have said no, but he was ticked off that, that you know, he knew at the time his autograph was a very valuable autograph and was using this platform to raise money for children's charities, kids that were, I can't remember, cancer. My dad yeah. knows the whole thing because he was there as a celebrity, but. I just remember him telling that story, and it just sounds bad, but I can understand from a Micah Parsons perspective nowadays or back in the day, a Mickey Mantle's perspective, hey, I'm giving autographs out for $100 for kids' charities. Yeah. If you don't want to pay the 100 bucks, I'm not giving you my autograph at Agreed. this thing. And so he like made sure, that's fine. I don't know how much this card's worth, but bam, ruined. Yeah, that, I, that kind of stinks Holy for the crap, card purpose. Man. You know, That, that is kind of wild. insane. Uh, but Back then, though, to be honest, like, his 52 tops probably in 1992 or 93 was probably $1,000, which is still yeah. a lot of money. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Now it's worth six figures, possibly. Yes. You know oh, what sure. I think? I think the, the ring from the beer actually makes it worth more. Now, now like that's, that's a, a one of one. That's the yeah, that's the one of one. It's a real that's a real deal story, too, that you got too. like that's the I always talk about how books, how wine and art uh-huh. are yeah. big for stories like this autograph story. doesn't look good. And this card has water damage to it. But, but here's how what? it happened. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wildest story. I wish I had a video to authenticate it. Oh, my God. Now, here's here's one of the problems. Problems. Because Micah has his podcast, because he's been outspoken, because he hasn't won a Super Bowl, because he disappears in playoffs, all this gets turned into you're just a whiny whatever. Sure. And and I get I get that. And I totally understand a fan's perspective on hmm, they feel like you're there. I pay your bills. You owe this to Which me. Which isn't true, but the, I know how fans feel that way. And, and and I don't and I agree with with part of like you do feel connected to that person in a different way. And again, if you want to get a picture, uh I don't I think Micah can quickly run through some pictures real fast and and be on about his life. And obviously that's a different part of life now than 
I guess 2003 or so. I can't remember when the first iPhone came out, but that changed the world. Absolutely. In that if you weren't carrying a camera with you, there was nothing you could do except maybe you had a pen and a piece of paper to recognize the moment if you're not carrying a Polaroid uh, camera around. But I, I do think this, the tough thing about autographs is I remember getting turned, I was a nobody. But I would sign. I would try to sign. I would get out of the dugout at 640, from 640 to 650, or if I was there a little bit earlier, at 650, I always looked at the clock, and that's when I'd stop signing autographs before the game. So as long as I wasn't pitching or a relief pitcher, I'd sign autographs at that time. But I would have multiple times, not every time, but multiple times. So I would spend 10 to 15 minutes signing as many autographs as I could before the game started to feel like I know what it's like. I know what it's like being a kid and coming to a game early at Arlington Stadium and wanting an autograph. So I want to try to do that for the people that have come to this game. But I have to stop at some point. There's no way to, to sign everybody's autograph. There'd be plenty of adults say, Screw you, you're a nobody anyways, when I would say, hey, I can't sign anymore because there was still another 25 people wanting autographs. I've signed 50 autographs, but I needed to stay there throughout the whole game. That was my job to that parent, that jerk of a dad, who thought my job that day was from 6.30 p.m. until 10 p.m. to sign autographs (laughs) until the game ended or until everybody said nobody wants your autograph anymore and then it turns you off so then for a few days you're like i'm just not going to go out there because i don't want to deal with something that i feel like i'm doing charitable Mm -hmm. being nice understanding i used to be that kid in the stands now it's turned into i'm an a-hole because i didn't sign your kids thing that showed up two minutes ago i've been signing here for 15 minutes yeah there's also that that prospect kevin you've seen it happen before you have the kid get the autograph and then he gives Go it to right you, to the adult. and then he takes off his hat and moves around the corner and gets another one, yeah. and then he gives it back to the and then that adult sells the stuff. At the old that. stadium, uh, three kids came up to me, and I say the old stadium, ballpark in Arlington when I do pre and post, and they said, hey, M- Pudge Rodriguez? Yeah, I look exactly <laughs> like Pudge Rodriguez, kid. The, uh, and you could tell they went right downstairs, and I could peek over, and they went to their dads and like, uh, he's not Pudge Rodriguez. Now, their dads knew who Pudge Rodriguez was, but they knew the way to get Pudge's <laughs> autograph was to send their kids who had no clue who Pudge Rodriguez was. Yeah, and that get- gives it a bad rap, too, because yeah. normally I would be like, well, don't say no to a kid, but I understand if they're going back and double dipping or they have no idea who you are. There is an eighth grader in Dallas who's upset about something Jason Kelsey did. Oh, no. Jason Kelsey took his luchador mask. And took off with it. And he's like, hey, that's my lucky mask. Every time it's oh. been to four Super Bowls and we every time I wear it, we uh we end up scoring a touchdown. So Is I would like Chiefs my fan? mask back. Yes, he's a Chiefs fan, an eighth grader named Elijah Smith in Dallas, who just happened to stroll up to Jason Kelsey. Kelsey sees the mask, put drops it, then picks it back up, puts it on, they take a picture, hung out for a little bit. And then Kelsey kind of just disappears, and he had his mask all night long. And Jason Kelsey says, look, man, the whole night leveled up as soon as I put that mask on. That was the difference. And I don't know exactly where that mask is right now, but I would love – I think Kelsey probably will try to make it right if he hears about it. For sure. He seems like he would do something like that. So we need to spread the word to try to make sure it gets back to him? Yeah. So he said it would be pretty cool if he autographed it and sent it back. That would be a – I would appreciate that. I know we're ending this segment, but we're ending it by me Googling NFL luchador mask for me to buy. (laughs) 
<laughs> because that will be awesome. Yeah. The uh, And so, Kevin, I think we do have a song to play. Uh, maybe we can pop that over right before uh, part of Mass Piece of the Week. Okay. Like yeah. No, that I, I think that can work for sure. For sure. So let's hear that song. Talk about the Stars' offensive explosion, where Ottinger ranks, and Masterpiece of the Week. All of it coming at you next right here on The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Harley net front looking for a tip. Jammed out in front, and they score. Johnston was on the doorstep, and they get it to go for a fourth here in the first. That would happen all night long, where the Dallas Stars defeat the Nashville Predators 9-2. Lionel Richie style. All night long, that's right. That is right. Now, the potential negative is Nils Lungfist. He left the game after suffering an upper body injury. I know some people are saying they believe that was what led to the Jamie Benn crack back up against the boards Mm. late in the game, but... Stars win. Clearly, they've been on a tear. They've won three in a row. In their last 10 games, they're 8-1-1. and one and, one. and like we said, the goal all along, you want to win the Central because you want to win the Central. But also, it avoids Colorado or Winnipeg in the opening round, which theoretically you would think would be very advantageous for the Dallas Stars. I wanted to throw this out there in addition to that. Where do you think Jake Ottinger ranks among... All of the NHL goalies. Top five. Okay. Sounds right. He made the all-star team, so I would think he did. How many goalies do they take? Three? Like on both sides? Uh, maybe. Two. I mean, obviously two for sure. Yeah. I figured maybe each play one period. Well, and they've got them split up by divisions as well, so Uh, I actually think there might be more. Okay. But this is... This has not been his best. This has not been his best season, which has apparently led to in first place. That's true. It's led to a lot of divisiveness Mm. in Ottinger's rank. Last year, he was five. This year, he's six on the ESPN list where they asked other players. Fantasy hockey's top 25. He's nine right now. Yeah, and he's, it's just not been his best season. But players and execs, they put him at six. But apparently that was very divisive. Is One goaltending analyst said, that guy would drop off my top 10. It's not that he's not a top 10 goalie in the NHL, but he hasn't been this year. And another person said, I can't explain why we're seeing more and more guys with massive dips in their stats. How can Ottinger go from top five in everything to bottom third? 
Mm. Now, as of late, we talked about it. I mean, it falls off pretty. Like when it falls off like that, you have a you start asking real questions about Can it. Can goalies be like field goal kickers or relief pitchers where they lose confidence and then you like how do you get yes. it back? I definitely think that. I also think for Ottinger, it was at least this is my hope, the injury, right? And so since the All-Star break, he has started four times. Now, I realize they ended up pulling him last night because the game was over. But he's won every single time and not given up more than two goals in any of the starts. So you feel like you've seen a significantly better quality from Ottinger in this four-game run post-All-Star yeah. break. What I consider healthy stretch? Yes, yes. Post, post-merger post health. Is that what we call it for him? I don't think you have to say post-merger for the NHL, but hopefully the confidence comes back while the body is also feeling better because there's no doubt if he's playing as a top-five elite level, this team is a threat. This is a hockey question from Hockey Mike who is trying to learn here. Can guys get streaky the way hitters can where you will see a guy, you're like, he can't hit to save his life, and then... You know he's good. He's just not hitting for about a month, and then they get out of that funk and then get back to the all-star they usually are. There is a yes. reason that for the longest time you would see more upsets from the eight over the one seed in hockey than anywhere else because you can see goalies. Look, whether it's the Kings, I can give you several other examples where goalies have pretty much won a team the cup by just playing out of their mind, on their head if you prefer in the playoffs. So, absolutely, I think that yeah, is a possibility. That's, I think Kevin's dead on there whenever you've seen teams just get hot through playoffs. A goalie was just un- unconscious the whole time, and that's changed things. Now, I don't know if, Mike, if it turns into they go cold and never come back, Saltalamachia style, like where he just never – he had the yips and never could throw again. But sometimes they do have cold stretches. Sometimes, though, they're just on fire. Now, this is another question that I love because we actually figured this out a couple of years ago. 972. I have a quick question. Why can't you just pick like a big sumo oh, wrestler I've always loved this and question. put him in the goalie? In the goal. You can. The issue is Pads. there are regulations on the equipment that you can wear. So there'll be a lot of exposure for that sumo wrestler getting smashed with the puck again and again and again. I imagine that probably doesn't have a lengthy shelf life. My new rule is if you pull your goalie, you're allowed to play two goalies on the other team. <laughs> Yep, there has to be. There can be two goalies on the ice. If you've decided to pull yours, we got two two of them on ours. That Could you imagine yeah. if like the goalie's skating off as fast as he can with two forty five left down by a goal, and then you just see Wedgewood sprinting in on the next <laughs> line shift, and then you got two goalies. Would they? Would that be worse? Would they bump into each other and be like, "That's my that's my puck." I almost said ball. That I do think that would be amazingly entertaining. Masterpiece of the week coming up in just a second is always amazingly entertaining. But Corey, what are we about to hear that you also believe? This is uh, this is our boy Shreve, who's been with us since I mean the weekend. I know he's been listening to oh, us since Caleb? the weekend. I know. Yeah, I yeah. Know Caleb is a is a, a a great Tolo, and he put together this song, uh, and he said it's been four years in the making oh. uh, to try and get this one released, and so he dropped it on last night on Twitter, and I appreciate it. So let's hear. I'm a Tolo. I am a, I am a, I am a, I'm a Tolo. Hi, y'all. Do you like sports talk? 
Listen on the radio or watching YouTube with your eyeballs. My wife asks, what's wrong? Why you crying in the bathroom? I just found out Sean has bigger hands than I do. This song might blow up like RJ on a blue chew. My man, Bobby Bell, don't you dare think I'll forget you. He said our quarterback was good enough to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Dak just threw another big a-hole. <laughs> Kevin Corey, no, I'm listening every day. Mike Hype and Luca till his earpiece screams. They're calling a Rangers game. G-Bag on my drive home, traffic's in a rage. It's amazing how Broadus is even awake at his age. Gavin had a motion for the first time since fifth grade. Eric aggravating Brian might catch headphones to the face. Zach, I want you to know that they should double your pay. P.S. Please vote for me. It's G-Bag of the Day. I am a, I am a, shout out I Reggie. A, if you ain't right, then get right with the get right. I am a, yo, Pepe, I am Lucius, a, I am I'm out. I'm a solo. Listen, listen, man. I liked it. If somebody goes out of their way to do something like that for like our station because they love it so much, man, we got to broadcast that. I loved it. Thank you very much, Caleb. That's awesome. They're talented. I like the people are that passionate about this station, that passionate about our shows, uh, each individual show first, then the station. I I always appreciate that. But uh, it's it's we put a lot of work in up here to to have this thing, you know, entertaining people out there in the world. And y'all are with us. We really love it, man. That's awesome. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And now, time for Masterpiece of the Week. Yo, happy Friday. Hey, Chris. Hello, Chris Strong. Shout out Alec Medford. Every week, he sends me great clips from Masterpiece of the Week. This week, who do we want to pick on first? Corey. What? Yeah. What did I do? Corey. You said some pretty crazy things this week. I'll, I'll go ahead and start it off with this one. Give it to your wife or significant other, and she's going to think you're the best. That has to be uh, Valentine's sex. Day. Did you just say sex? Yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? I gave, I gave my wife flowers. Ooh. Was that regarding our friend Ross Tucker's business? I can't remember. Maybe it was talking could have about been. his front page thing that he does. Like that could have been it too. Front page story, our story.com. You know, Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. I feel like flowers for the rest of us. I bet they're on sale right now. <laughs> Mike's like, right? They have so many flowers. flowers on the 13th and 14th. And they're like, hey, guess what? These are usually $12.99, $25 this week. <laughs> and then the day after Valentine's, they're like, Pfft. Ten bucks. Get rid of them before they die. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, sticking on the theme of Valentine's Day, Corey had an interesting proposition for Kevin. Kevin, how many times do you sit there like Mike during sex? You go through your, you play video games on your phone and then ask if it was good for them too afterwards. That was a misunderstanding. Yeah, it was. That makes way more sense now. I had a buddy ask me if I play video games during that and I was like, I am confused on this text i don't even know how to answer this so i'm not going to answer where did they get that from and it's from you they got it but from. now you understand though you said the other day that you like to watch romantic movies with i these. don't like to watch them <laughs> i just get on my phone during them and play this what's this silly game i play mob control I love mob control it's so much fun that's like the only game i have on my phone that's like you know it's a time suck so yeah instead of watching a movie that your suck. wife has asked you to watch, i am watching it i'm okay. in the same room how can you be watching it you said you can't multitask i know i'm not watching it that's why i'm not watching it i'm watching mob control 
And then it's over. And then I ask, was it good for you? Because that's what she wanted to do. And so I did it. I sat in the room with her and half watched and half listened. I'm now trying to watch a video of what mob control is. Back to you, Chris. Well, Alec, another part of Alec uh, here, he teased this last masterpiece of the week. Back in Vegas, Mike, you were up to some shenanigans. In, let's say, black leather lingerie with a whip, like with tassels. Oh, my goodness. And she slapped her whip, and she looked at me and said, hey, bad boy. And I looked right back at her and shook my head, and I said, no. (laughs) That's my winner, dude. That is going to be tough to defeat. I who would have ever known? As long as you just put pasties on your, you're fine. Milk things that you're fine. You're you good think to go. Milk things was going to go over better than boobs. Well, not just over your boobs. You you have your boob fully exposed in Vegas. Mm. You just have to pasty the part where Noah gets his vitamins from and nutrients. <laughs> not anymore, but yes. Vitamins and too many teeth. Probably. That is the worst for women when they start growing teeth. <laughs> I want that because that sounds when women totally growing? different than what you meant. I know you meant about babies. I get it. But that's not how that's gonna come off. Kevin, when you hear Mike ramble a little bit, do you do you sometimes think this internally? You Small. shut up! You shut up! You shut your mouth! A lot. Uh, like, the amount that it gets translated over the air versus internal, it, it, you'd be staggered at the difference. Well, Mike also gave a great impression of, of how you typically feel on the show. Look <laughs> into the segment, Mike! Oh, good! Listen! <laughs> that was yesterday, I think, right? <laughs> that, was, that was yesterday. And I feel like you were being me, but also kind of talking to yourself a little bit. So Yeah, okay. yeah it's my self-talk on the mound. I really think I'm going to get this person out, and then I don't. I'm like, you're a dumbass! Stop challenging him! That was the loudest I've ever heard you scream in here, and I, and I freaking love it. Mike, we'll stick with you here. And you did a lot of things this week. I can do it with Sherman Williams. I can do it with Derek Lassick. I can do it with Deuce Vaughn. Wow. Good for you. Running back. You're a legend. <laughs> Mostly backup. He's not even going to get tired. Yeah. He's yeah. Just... They have a lot of energy. They're watching football games like we are. Do you need time between? Or like, It's when somebody raises their hand. Rate. Like, I'm out of here. I'm tired. Bring in the fresh guy who's going to get two yards, and then they're going to be like, when are you going to be ready? <laughs> right? Isn't that how it works? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, did you get your Gatorade? Are you good? Get back in the game. We really need you right now. I got a deuce in there getting deuce. What? I think you can do better. Deuce Vaughn getting two yards. I don't know his real name. Jock, I think it is. It's not Jacques Vaughn, the forward basketball player. Greg Vaughn. Not Greg Vaughn either. naming athletes that you're aware of? Ricky Vaughn. It's not Ricky Vaughn. That's not a real person. Mo Vaughn. It's Christopher. Is it? Yeah. Good for Christopher. I was really Turns impressed by that for, foursome, Mike. Uh, Corey, hold you on! Should, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, stop! 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 <laughs> no, Chris, I'm gonna need you Every gosh to darn mark week. what you just <laughs> said. I'm on it. Back to you now, Corey. Why did you turn it down? The guy asked me if I wanted to do it, and I was like, 
no, I was scared. And my friend did it, and he looked like he had so much fun. I was like, dang, why did I turn that down? I don't know. To this day, my friend just looked like... Skydiving? He was having just a blast, you know? Doing what? That uh, that guy was sitting there spinning him around and everything in the circle thing. You're, like at NASA? <laughs> yes. Yes. Mike, you're dead on, and you don't, you didn't even intend to. It me. might not have been at NASA, but the it was, same it was concept. At the, uh, the, the Fair Park um, Museum, the Science Museum. It was one of those little things you sit in, and they can spin you around in all those circles. He and, must have not going too fast, because don't they do that to astronauts to make them throw up so they can get used to, like, if the jet thing gets out of whack? You really lost Space a lot of steam thing? <laughs> the Space, end of that sentence. Spaceship? The jet thing gets out of whack. Millennium Falcon? Yes, that's right. That's what they're flying. The SS Enterprise. That's USS Enterprise. USSR if you're in Russia. No, it's not that anymore. That, it's been a long time since it's been that. Mike, you always seem to ask the best questions. Why do why do why does water go in an ear and then just stay in there? <laughs> Get out! Not supposed to be there, or drain down my throat, or whatever. So then I don't have water in my ear anymore. Work, body. You're supposed to fix these things. What's great is, man, I have three very you, real contenders you right can now. Really dead serious, Chris Strong. You could stop after you ask the question, and that's funny enough. Like that's that's fu- why is water why is water in your ear? This could also be masterpiece of the week. Just this part, or drain down my throat, or. The water, I don't know, can your ear take something like there's liquid in it and without it getting out of your ear, can it do Mm -hmm. something in your body to get it out of your ear? What would you like it to do? Well, I guess I just said drain down my throat. It's water. I'm not going to, it doesn't, oh, I guess it could have bacteria in it if I'm like swimming in a pond. Then that water gets in your ear, then you swallow it, then a worm grows in your stomach. What the hell is happening right now? He's right. I think What? That, yeah. Yeah, man. You get get an amoeba? Yeah, you get ringworm. You ever heard of the amoeba situation, yes. bro? That's terrifying. Yes. I don't want a ringworm. In your colon. I think it hurt. <sighs> what are we picking, guys? Okay. This is tough because I have I did not think mm-hmm. that Mike being the late 80s Pistons could be defeated. But then Corey was talking about going to NASA mm-hmm. and doing it, and then Mike has an earworm or something like that. I'm very conflicted. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm taking Mike in the ear. Why, do, why, do, why does water go in an ear and then just stay in there? Mm-hmm. Get out! You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be there. Or drain down my throat or whatever, so... It's logical when I say it. <laughs> but you hear you hear it now, right? Yeah, when you play for it back? Sure. Okay. For sure. I've said a lot of things in my life that I regret. I should think before I speak. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't. You said all you're the taking time. Mike in the ear. Yeah. Okay. And the ear. Uh, and that's all I heard. The ear. I see the Twitch says, hold on, what did he just say? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Mike, what are you voting for? Of the week. I'm voting for the leather strap lady that was wanting me to be a bad boy, and I didn't want to be a bad boy, and I told her So there was a lady in, let's say, black leather lingerie with a whip, like with tassels. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And she slapped her whip, and she looked at me and said, hey, bad boy. <laughs> 
And I looked right back at her and shook my head, and I said, no. <laughs> no. I, scold, uh, I scolded her. And I'm taking, uh, I'm taking how, how Kevin's brain thinks whenever Mike's talking. You Small. shut up. You <laughs> shut up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Man. That's the way. Just imagine Kevin telling you that. Chris, you have a tough decision. It's Shut me up. freaking out. Mike's Shut ear. Mike doesn't want to be a bad boy. What's what's winning this thing today? Man, this was a philosophical quote. I really like why do water get stuck in my ear? Why do why do <laughs> why does water go in an ear and then just stay in there? Yes. Get out. Not supposed mm. to be there. Or drain down my throat or whatever. So then I don't have water in my ear anymore. Work, body. You're supposed to fix these things. Work. Doesn't it seem like there should be a connection where your ears are and where your nose drains out? Like there should be. Yes, there's a doctor that's ear, nose, and throat. So that makes sense. Yeah, they all have to be connected. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Could you imagine if you drank out of your ear? Like you got straws in your nose every day. Yeah, yeah. Think about what? how efficient you what? could be. I could be drinking water while talking to you yeah, if my ears could do that. Yeah. <sighs> Kevin, it's Friday. I man. know your nose can. I've plenty of times I've accidentally had nose. I accidentally had water go in you my nose. Stuck a noodle up your. You nose? see, like, the light is still red. You are still on the air right now. We need to do platinum Chevy. Yeah, Coming up next, we're way past time. A baller commercial, and also we'll talk with the G Vag Nation right here on the fan. Can't see masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan right now. Courtesy of DM leasing, it is time for our chit chat with those fellas from the G Vag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? We were talking earlier for one reason or another about eating etiquette. Hmm. How do you feel about either A, eating by yourself? like out and about, or B, eating your food if your food comes, but not everybody else's food has arrived yet. I believe you guys do this because today's national. Eat. Don't let anyone eat alone day. Boom. Uh, Yeah, I'm totally down eating by myself. I'm a big fan of it. Now, Broadus is the professional solo yes. eater. Yes. Uh, Unless you count eating by yourself, like is YouTube a companion? YouTube is always a companion when you eat. So yeah, I feel like that uh that's a that's a, a necessary thing if you're gonna eat by yourself. I will say this also too about the other end of that. If somebody's meal is brought to them and it's hot and it's supposed to be served hot, please, I will encourage you to eat. If it's a meal, you know, I mean some people will wait and I'm like, no, eat please eat while your meal is warm. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and make you wait for me to uh to enjoy a meal. Especially, if it's, especially if it's supposed to be served hot. Yeah, I think that is very fair. How are you guys feeling about the All-Star festivities this weekend? I admit, I realize a lot of people don't like them. I'm still a big fan of NBA All-Star Saturday night. And then Mike, obviously, not going to be locked in for the All-Star game itself. That's beautiful. Uh, yes, I am I am a fan of All-Star weekend. Have you, um, have you ever watched an NBA All-Star game like from the 80s or 90s? Yes. I, I never On have. On CBS. No. So With they Brent actually Musburger. tried. It was yeah. they. They did play. They, the they played yeah. real basketball. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. 
Yeah. You know, they distributed the minutes. They made sure the last five minutes they played the best 10 players in the NBA and saw who could win this basketball game. It was amazing. No, it, it, you're absolutely right. And I, I've even gone back and watched the NFL Pro Bowl from the 80s. And oh, is that like, the same thing? Uh, well, it's like goal line stand, wow. you know, stuff like that. Oh, like, subs- well, you had Jack Youngblood substitution. on a broken leg still playing in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so there, there, there was a time where uh, the NBA All-Star game uh, meant something. Those guys, and it was. It was really the. I know they're promoting it right now. The big East versus West. You know, you get to see all these guys. Uh, but yeah, they played real defense, and you know they had called timeouts, and and they substituted to match. And so yeah, it was pretty impressive. I did. I encouraged during my Mike likes it on YouTube. If you have time this weekend, type in nineteen eighty eight All Star Game. Michael Jordan yeah. wins the MVP in Chicago. You have Magic, Larry, Dominique, a whole bunch of played great hard players. that day, didn't they? Nineteen ninety eight. Go and watch. That's Michael Jordan's last NBA All Star Game as a Bull. Kobe's first ever NBA All Star Game. And watch the competitive nature that they played with. And then LeBron came in, and as he started taking over the league, he told all the players, "Do not try hard." So he's going to tell Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson, this is your first ever All-Star game. Do not try to play basketball. Let them shoot. Don't even put a hand up. If they want to dribble by you, let them dribble by you and dunk it. They're going to do the same for you. I've created this mix for the NBA All-Star game. And I just, I can't watch it because I used to watch guys try. Yeah, and I totally understand that. I, You know what I might do, Mike, is during the actual All-Star game, because I'm not married to watching it. I right. mean, usually it's just background noise, if anything. Yeah. I will just pull up the YouTube on the TV instead, and w- during the All-Star moment, I will take in the 1998 All-Star game. Yeah. That sounds way more fun. I, I, I feel like, though, that they should make it, they should give it some incentive. Sure. And this is where I'm, this is where I'm at, and I'm not talking about, you know, the winner has home field advantage like they did in baseball. But I'm, I'm thinking, like, okay, $10 million to the charity of choice. I could see that. And, like, okay, you give, your winning team gets 10 the other team gets nothing. Agreed. So now it's like you don't want to let people down. You're playing for charity and stuff like that with. I, I think that's a great idea because you're talking about almost a million dollars per player yeah. for yeah. their specific charity. Right. That's right. a big motivating factor. Yeah, and I make think the other team who loses pay the charity. Oh, okay, okay. There. You're going to say playing yeah. in this game if you oh, lose. I, mean, I, just, I just, I just, I just think yeah. there would be some huge incentive though if you know everybody wants to do good for their charity. But I think you would honestly see what was the deal they did a couple years ago with the aggregate score. What was that all? Yeah, about? I don't even know if they still do that or not. I don't Elam believe. ending. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing or they, not. They did it last year. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Is it maybe this year they're not? I know they're going Since back. They're to switching back to the old and, format. Okay. Yeah. I kind of liked that though, to be honest. So like you. when Magic had HIV and he came back and never yeah. played basketball a year. At the end of the game, he's he's just unstoppable. It's amazing. Sure. And you know what they did? The fans booed because. The Eastern Conference denied him getting the basketball. They played such tough defense. Like, yeah. He's not getting the ball anymore. Yeah. And the fans booed, and he would go run and get it. He had to work his butt off to go get the ball while each guy, Jordan, Isaiah, they're taking turns trying to stop him to their best ability, and they can't. And that was unbelievable to watch this dude who hadn't played all year dominate the best players in the league while they are trying their damnedest to stop them. I'm glad you said HIV because a lot of people think it's full-blown AIDS. It was just HIV for Magic. Okay, I get that reference. What uh, what do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold as always, Hagee. Thanks for asking. Nice. You nailed it. Yes. I love it. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the can Masterpiece. Make your way back with us on Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here. On 105.3 The Fan. So we're going to Nebraska, Kevin. We're going to Nebraska!
Furniture Mart. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.